Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. There we go. I was on mute. I couldn't talk to anybody. It was just this long, uncomfortable <laughs> silence. I love long, uncomfortable silences. I really do. But Tanya, Michael, not in that particular instance. I just, people, <laughs> listening to the po- people listening to the podcast later are like, did my AirPods break? I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, we've got two guests that I'm not going to waste any time bringing them in today because they got, they got a lot of good stuff to cover. I'm, I'm going to read the actual topic because I want to get it right. Because in the world of branding and marketing, the words you say matter. So the official title today is six wage six ways agents are doing personal branding all wrong this morning's not designed to make you feel bad about yourself i promise you're going to come out of here with actionable items you can actually use so let me introduce you to two of our friends in case you haven't seen them before this is tanya and michael from brand face good morning guys hey good guys morning, good morning Jesse. yeah so these are these are two of the brightest minds in branding and marketing that i have met uh, go listen to their last agent power huddle. If you want to hear the full backstory on how Michael sold thousands of houses, both himself and at auction, uh, listen to Tanya's story as she came from the world of media and came into real estate and just, uh, turned real estate agents marketing on its head and started getting these amazing results. So they launched it into the whole company and they give you brand makeovers and all this good stuff. Um, is, do you guys have a presentation you want to run through? Am I going to interview? What's, what's, what are we doing today? Okay. So, so we can go either way. We can share the, yeah, we're prepared to go either way. If you want a presentation, I need like three seconds to pull it up here. I'd say we do presentation to start with. And then if you don't mind, I'll kind of jump in from time to time, but you guys are charming and wonderful. And if you have prepared material, I mean, I'd say pull it up if you got like, you know, visual aids and things like that, that you want to use, but uh, otherwise you want me just to ask you some questions about the mistakes. I'm happy to do that as well. Okay. I'm going to hang, hang tight. We're going to pull this. Yeah. I just know when it comes to branding and marketing, I see a lot of really, really terrible branding out there in the world of real estate. And I'm not trying to knock anyone specifically. If you're watching this agent battle or listening to it later, chances are yours is already above average, but you know, just looking at your competition and in this day and age, you are your brand. There is, there is no, there's no if, ends or buts about it. Would you, Michael, while Tanya's pulling this up, do you agree with that statement that you are your brand? Oh gosh. Yes, of course. And you know, it even goes so far as uh, everybody's got a brand, whether they want it or not, or whether they're working towards it or not. Right. Uh, people are going to assign what they think of you to you. If you don't teach them who you really are and uh and your brand is absolutely you. And, you know, we even believe that to the point, uh, no matter how high you climb on the ladder, even in corporate uh, business, you know, you could be a top 100 uh, Fortune 500 company and whatever division you are dealing in, you're still your own brand. Like you're still building relationship with people that are on the on the other side of that table. All business is done human to human, uh, even if it's B2B. Uh, inside of that. And then especially if you're in a sales oriented, service oriented world of any kind, uh, especially in real estate, then you have to be teaching people about that brand uh, because number one, it teaches them uh, how to treat you and how you're going to treat them. It gives them that information they're going to want out of you, uh, but it's also attractive. And that's the most important thing that we need because then it's a soldier out there working for us 24 seven while uh, we're working on other things. 
I love it. So, so I see Tanya's got the presentation pulled up here. Guys, if you want to sell more houses in less time, something we repeat over and over and over again in Asian Power Huddle, your brand matters. It makes the difference of whether or not you're going to get the listing or not. The buyer's going to, it's the difference between attracting clients versus chasing clients. And I, I don't even know what these six mistakes are. And I hope I'm not doing one of these six. So I want to learn too. So I'm just going to turn it over to you guys. I'm going to put myself on mute for a minute. And you guys, I, I want to learn too. So you guys take it away. Right. Well, uh, yeah, I, I can tell you first off, as we get started right here, I've made all of them myself uh, uh, for many, many, many years until I met this lady right here. And um, then uh, I'll go ahead and start with my intro right quick, guys. I, I have been in the real estate business since 1994. I was an auctioneer first. Um, that's always was my first love. I did that right out of high school. And uh, two years later, got my real estate license and uh, just wanted to sell cars and real estate. But my mentor said, hey, go, I mean, cars and equipment, but my my mentor said, go get your real estate license. You can make a little extra money. Uh, fast forward it many years later now, we uh, I have a brokerage north of Atlanta. We've got uh, 30 agents and we're just open, just launched Knoxville, Tennessee. And next month launching Orlando, Florida. So, um, and it's all because of the principles we're going to teach you here and the mistakes that I made uh, until I met Tanya and she said, stop doing that. And I said, okay. <laughs> I wish it was that simple, guys. I do. But hey, all right. So today we're going to talk about the six ways most people do personal branding all wrong. And uh, the purpose is, as Jesse said, not to make you feel bad about yourself, oh, right? Because no. you may be doing all this right. But it is really in, in order to make sure that we're doing something right, we need to know what could be going wrong, right? <laughs> because usually something is. So so we're going to talk about this today. Give me just one second. I mean, it. sometimes when I hit these slides, through Zoom, it just takes a few seconds for the first couple to load, and then we'll be just like on time after that. So the first thing that we want to do is really talk about the difference between branding and marketing, because there's a big difference and there's a lot of confusion about that these days. And the reason why, especially as real estate professionals, you hear a lot of people say, I'm going to help you build your brand. We'll help you build your brand. Well, really what they're doing is selling you a website or selling you a video marketing campaign or selling you something else uh, where you promote your brand not build it because the building of your brand is done first and then you utilize things like video and, and social media and, and other lead generation platforms to promote your brand. So really that's what we're talking about today. There we go. Now we're on the move. Now we're on the move. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so the the definition. I, I never even even finished with that, did I? The right. definition marketing is putting your message out there via different marketing vehicles or platforms, but your brand is the message and image that you put out there. It is your story. It is all the things that are pulled together to present yourself, uh, both in terms of the message and the image of your brand. What do you want to be known for, right? And that's the difference between branding and marketing. Really important to understand that. And we'll, we're going to talk about two definitions here. That one's the first one. The second one, if we'll get slide number three, we'll cooperate with us, is going to be the definition of a personal brand. A personal branding is the art of differentiation positioned and presented by a personality. That's what it is. Uh, and that's you. There we go. Uh, that's Back it that's up. like Jesse said, you are your brand, right? Napoleon Hill, surely y'all know who Napoleon Hill is, author of uh, Think and Grow Rich. 
uh, and several other books. Uh, very, very uh, insightful. If you've never read that book, you should read it. You should read it once a year, I think. Um, you know, he said it's the personalities back of a brand that will determine a company's success. So effectively saying it's the personalities that drive success. There's personalities that uh, uh, make your brand successful and make your brand attractive. Right. And we and we while we're still waiting for this technical difficulties here, you know, <laughs> NAR taught us a long time, a long time ago, guys, barely into the Internet phase that 84 percent of uh, all of our future clients and customers are going to look us up online before they ever call us or contact us. It's it's gotten worse. Uh, I mean, I would dare say I haven't seen a new statistic in like 20 years on that, but uh, I would dare say it, it's in the 90s now. You know, even the, your big drivers, uh, your big aggregates like the big Z and the, and the big R and some of those guys, you know, they they are buying their Google ad, uh, running their Google ads, and then they're shoveling that stuff uh, for extra pay to us. It's even made that worse. Right. Because we don't even have a personality on some of those platforms. And uh, it, but when people do want to know more about you, what are they going to find? And I think that that's really where you want to be positioning yourself. That needs to be uh, your story. All right. Yeah, it absolutely does. And by the way, I, I actually shut off the, the screen search, Tanya, that you just turned back on. Um, oh. It keeps jumping screens back and forth. I would say if we, if you guys can't get the screen share working, we'll just edit it in later. If you want to use it on your end, that just to kind of cue you and we'll shut the screen share off. It's kind of distracting because it keeps like skipping. Back I and know, forth. I know. And I don't know why it's doing that today. It's really bizarre. We'll try one last time. If it doesn't okay. go here, I'll send you all the slides anyway, cool. if you can pop them in. Okay. So, so let's move ahead to the six things that most people are doing wrong when it comes to personal branding. Number one, they forget to inject the personal into their brand. Yep. And people want to know the story behind the business and the story behind the face of the business. They really do care why you do what you do and very often choose you as to why you for, for why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, no matter how big a company is, at the end of the day, they're doing business generally with an individual most of the time. And so it all comes down to that one-to-one -one connection. And do I know this person? Think about all the times that somebody chose you perhaps over another um, agent because they just liked you. They they connect with you on some level. So that personality is really what we what we want to go for here. And of course, you know, our mantra is people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. So people want to know what you stand for. And I'll give you an example of this. OK, so we've got an agent up in um, uh, Westchester, uh, New uh, New York. And he built his brand right at the beginning of COVID. I mean, he came in at a crazy time, but you know, that gave him more time kind of locked in to, to develop that brand. And one of the things that really makes him different, other than the fact that literally he has sold billions of dollars in real estate, mm -hmm. billions, and he is very well known in the real estate world up there. But on top of that, the personal side, this big old burly dude from from New York is he meditates every single day. And that is one of the things he's known for. That's his one of his personal points of differentiation. He does one like one minute breath. He does meditation and he's done it for every almost 2000 consecutive days. Yeah, well over 2000 now. 
every yeah. morning at 530. Now you can tune in on his YouTube and like he'll walk you through how he does it and everything. Yeah. So now you might- well, what does that mean, though? You know, what, what does that mean in terms of real estate? Right. Well, that whole kind of persona could get you to see, like, how does he how is he more relaxed? How's he more calm under pressure? How does he keep you calm going through the rigorous real estate, you know, uh, transactions and keep that stress level down? So as you can see, that personal side does play in a little bit to that. It does. It absolutely does. Because people want to know who they're dealing with. That's what they want to know up front. They go to Bobby's website they go to his social media they go they they go to his brand and they figure out okay this guy loves baseball this guy does this mindful meditation this guy uh, has also got billions of dollars worth of real estate underneath his belt he knows what he's talking about and now it's not just somebody saying i've sold billions of dollars worth of real estate that's okay but at the end of the day you guys know what it, what are that person worried about they're only worried about their house, you know. So the fact that you've sold so many or you've sold so much volume is every it shows your expertise. But people aren't always looking just for expertise, okay? And that leads us to well, the well, can, second. Can I ask a question on number one? And by the way, oh, guys, if we don't get through all six today, we'll do a part two, right? Yeah, uh, sure. if, if you do mind me asking questions as we go. Not at all. And and Craig Chastain, anyone else who's on here, I'm looking at some of you guys on camera. If you want to turn your cameras on and ask questions, the reason why we do this live and it's not a recording is so you can get some interaction. If you're just here to listen, totally cool. But I ask a lot of questions. So I want to know, because maybe you're going to cover this in one of these other ones, but when you include who you are, so using this example, this guy who meditates and he likes baseball, in some ways... I feel like, but I'm just going to play devil's advocate. Are we narrowing the field? Like, are we only connecting with people who meditate like baseball? Is that good or bad? Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah I would say absolutely not because it's when you, you kind of got to separate the professional attributes about him, the reasons people want to do business with him and some of the reasons they will remember him. So there's two parts to that personal side. They'll remember you, even if they don't do that themselves, they'll remember you for that. But if they are interested in that, they'll connect with you even further. But in either case, they're going to remember something so unique about him that is personal like that. Yeah. Think of that as the shiny, just like your logo or we'll get into that as we dig further, just like your tagline, right? Uh, It's, it's just a part of the personality, just like Napoleon Hill said, do that will determine the success. Right. And it's not limiting. Uh, You know, that doesn't mean that people won't be impressed if they, if they don't like baseball, but they like football. So they're not going to be impressed with Bobby. That's not, uh, that's not the fact that he builds baseball fields every summer uh, for different school districts and different recreational districts just shows you how community driven he is and how much he's passionate about this particular. uh, I I love it. And and what I was going to say, by the way, this is because I love what you guys are saying. It makes total sense to me. If someone doesn't meditate and they think people who meditates are just weirdos, Bobby's probably not going to want to work with that person anyway. Just to, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like if you're you so judgmental that you're like, I'm a stress case and I like being a stress case and I don't want to meditate. I'm not talking to any realtor who meditates. That's probably not a good fit for him anyway. You're totally right. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, and, and this is going to lead us to number two. Like, okay, so people, there's a second mistake that people make is they push their profession instead of their purpose. 
Okay, so and so this takes it even a step further. This is like skins another layer, if you will. Like we've seen so many people promoting themselves as a loan officer, a title agent, a real estate agent, an attorney. You know, we work with all kinds of different genres, but they completely leave out the why. Why do they do what they do? Uh, if we keep Bobby's example, Bobby's brand is built out to why he meditates, to why he's involved in baseball. And so this takes not only they put the personal in, now we're putting in the why you do the personal, because this is what makes us up who we are. Like this is what is our driving factor. And people forget to infuse that purpose into their brand. And really and truly your customer on the other side, that's, that's the reason they're looking you up is to find out your why. And is that why fit the same as theirs? And there's no better way to influence people than telling your story. Uh, there's no better way to showcase your story than with your personal brand, right? The best way to bond with somebody is to speak to something that you are experienced about and that you understand, right? So, for instance, if you were once in the military and you understand the challenges that face that industry, especially when they get out of the military, now they've got to find, you know, hopefully find a home or, you know, you're going to be able to sell that house to them, but they've got all of this backlog of things that they have to do to get ready for discharge and getting moved and all of that. If you've already been through that and you build a brand around going through that, then you can start to give all, be way ahead of the game, be very proactive instead of reactive to your clients, helping them to achieve that that, they, that you've already been through. So you're speaking from a point of experience. You're telling them your why. Why do I do that? I do it because of this, this, and this. You know, we have a lot of clients that in Brandface, and it, and it might not be any surprise to a lot of people on this panel right here, and they'll say something like, well, why did you get into real estate? Because I had a terrible experience, and I knew I could do better. Like, we get that all the time, and there's probably plenty of y'all that are on this mm -hmm. that can relate to that. Well, that's a usable point in your why. I had a terrible real estate agent, and I know what I wanted, so I know what you want. Makes sense. All right. Then the number three mistake people make is they settle for ditto instead of different. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason we call it the vast sea of sameness, because people tend to put the same things into their marketing that their competitors do. And it's especially so in the real estate genre, unfortunately, because you've got a lot of agencies and brokerages out there that give you the templates to use. Right. And but and the template is there's nothing necessarily wrong with a template. Mm -hmm. But when you put the same ordinary things in a template that everybody else puts in that template, that's where it goes wrong. You don't stand out. So there's a space for a bio, put an awesome, compelling bio. There's a space for a photo, put a photo that doesn't look like anybody else's and really just kind of represents what you want to stand for. There's a place for a logo. Make sure your logo is that 75 mile an hour, bam, catch them right off the bat to say, wow, what's that? That looks interesting. Let me learn more. So instead of, you know, uh, it, they follow the leader instead of leading the followers, I guess is a better way to put it. Don't follow the leader, lead the followers. In other words, there's nothing different. And when everybody's marketing looks the same, or at the very least, it doesn't stand out. That's also a colossal waste of marketing dollars. So make sure that branding that in, in your brand, make sure that everybody doesn't just know that you are a real estate professional, make sure they know what sets you apart. One quick story. I was talking with an agent several years back, six, seven years ago. And she said, Tanya, I think I'm, my brand is, is um, 
is pretty strong. When I walk into a restaurant here in my town, people know who I am. And I said, you know what, Sherry, that's fantastic. That's a great start. But think about it this way. If I walk into that restaurant and I say, oh, there's Sherry, the realtor. And I wave over to the right is Jesse, the realtor. And over to the left is Michael, the realtor. Now, who do I choose? Mm-hmm. Who's going to stand out to me? Who's going to, who am I going to connect with or remember long after I leave that restaurant? That one's so, easy. It's, who, it's whoever buys you dinner. <laughs> That's a great one. So be known as the realtor who buys everybody dinner, right? There's you still got to be known There's for it. There's a brand. Yep. Because, <laughs> because unless you're known for it, it's only going to help you that one time, right? <laughs> so great branding isn't about being known for your profession. It's about being known for being different in your profession. Yeah. And that's the takeaway for sure. On number three is that. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure you're going to kind of cover this as weaves in other places, but just in case there are other trainings, because you guys have a lot of videos, you have your own podcast. You just made a, you dropped in there really quickly about make sure your bio is awesome. Right. And if you put in personal stuff and you have a purpose and you share that in your bio, but your bio is limited space on most of these platforms. There's only so many characters you have. We had a Chelsea Pites was on here uh, the other day. I don't know if you know, Chelsea, they're talking about Instagram. And, uh, you know, she talked a little bit like, do you guys have other trainings? How does someone craft an awesome bio? Is that a whole separate training? It's actually part of our program. Mm-hmm. So so the here's the, the keynotes of that is we look at what sets you apart both professionally and personally. So the object or the objective of a real estate bio for you guys is number one, to paint who you are as a human being who or what has shaped you along the way, why you got into real estate, who you specifically that you serve, uh, why you serve that person, how does it make their life better? And that way, not only do they know your professional attributes and why they should do business with you, they know why you're doing what you're doing and what kind of human being you are. And that is, that's really kind of like, that's a 75 mile an hour view of that bio, but we look at that very carefully. But, but, but that, that's what I wanted to know. And she, and she just dropped in here, guys. They're not here to sell this morning, but like they do have a workshop and courses on how to do this. If you want to go deeper with them, um, just like everyone we ever bring on here, there's no affiliate fees. I don't make any money if you buy their stuff. They're just, their courses are incredible and it works. So if you really want to go deep on developing a personal brand, we'll drop a link in the comments so you can find out how to get more information. They have like a, a can we put out the assessment, that quiz? Is that something people can take to like- give Absolutely. It, give, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's brandfacescore.com. Cool. S-C-O-R-E, brand face score. Yeah, Zach, if you want to drop a link in the chat. I know we got three more points to get through. I just want to make sure we reference that because there's a lot of people here. I see people here today that are taking notes and like, if you want to go deep with this, this, is, this really is important stuff. All right, what's what's number, are we on number four? Yep. Yeah. All right, number four, I could personally relate to. Uh, real estate agents tend to rely on their company or their agency for branding. Okay. Uh, without putting down any brokerages whatsoever, there are hundreds There's thousands of brokerages, tens of thousands, right? There are hundreds of different styles of brokerages, Uh, brokerages that that for uh, experienced people, brokerage for teams, brokers, they also brokerages that are famous for training, brokerages that are famous for retention, luxury, brokerages that are famous for luxury, brokerages. There's brokerages for everything that fits what kind of business you're growing. Okay, so we obviously believe in brokerages. Number one, we have to because that's state laws, but we also know that they built a culture in and of themselves to attract you, right? As well as customers that you will serve. But you need to be building your personal brand 
for those more intimate one-to-ones in the kitchen, on the Zoom meetings, given, given your listing presentations, your buyer's presentations, that is where you need to rely on your own uh, personal brand as, as a driving factor towards your own book of business. And I believe this so passionately. I never, I own a brokerage. I never wanted a brokerage that just had thousands and thousands and thousands of agents. I, I didn't, that wasn't the culture that I personally wanted for myself or for the agents I wanted to take on or for the communities in which I wanted to serve. What I desired was a brokerage where number one, they could get to me as a broker anytime they needed to. And anytime they had a, a client or a customer need, and I would be able to get to them fairly quickly. I wanted to train people that they could specifically get to if they couldn't get to me. And I wanted them to have their own personal brands because I know that it works. I learned it from her. And uh, we started at the end of 2013. I like to say really 14 was our first full calendar year of selling as an arm's length brokerage. And uh, we sell more properties now in a week than we used to sell in a year back then. Uh, You know, we've grown to 30 agents. We could have grown to 300 agents. I don't want 300 agents because I want very successful 15, 20 out of those 30, you know, making those six figure incomes. And the way that I know to do that is that they I personally give every one of my agents the opportunity to personally brand themselves Uh, out of that. They can do a a done for you or they can do a do a yourself and out of the ones that do the done for you through our program i have uh there's 14 of them now if you take any one of those personally branded people agents and pull them out of the stack they do more business than all the non-branded agents the other 16 put together put together because it gives them identity But what they do is they promote their personal brand. I promote their personal brand. They protect our brokerage brand, right? Because I know that if they're willing to invest in themselves, then everywhere they go, they're taking Michael Carr and Associates, anything real estate with them. So I'm a very, I'm very passionate about each individual agent having the right to stand as a differentiator in their particular market, as well as taking that brokerage with them. Yeah, we, we've got, agents on here from every brokerage. This show is a brokerage agnostic show. And I just got to say, by the way, National Association of Realtors has statistics on this. Sorry, that train's on my side. National Association of Realtors has statistics that say buyers and sellers don't care what company we work for. Right. They could care less. They hire you because of you, because the way you communicate, connect so many reasons. Anyway, I know we only got three minutes to the the bottom of the hour, but I just got to throw that in there. There's statistical proof on this that what Michael's saying is, is the gospel. All right. Well, we can finish this in three minutes. Number five, they choose to market before the brand is built. The biggest mistake of all, I think you pay big money for leads and when and if they arrive, they may not even be the leads you're hoping for. So so think about the difference between branding and marketing. How on earth do you even know what to put in your marketing unless, first of all, you know who it is you're trying to attract? Second of all, what it is that makes you unique to them that will attract them. And that's just the beginning. Right. That's how you make sure your marketing dollars actually work. So we'll we'll go on to the next one, because I think that one pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah. And number six is uh, they settle for the three amigos of marketing. We coined that phrase. It is a photo, a tagline and a logo. 
And folks, if you have that, you don't have a brand. You've got three elements of a brand. Okay, there's so much more to the brand. And what you're building is a culture. Uh, So don't fall victim to those other companies or or other people that also didn't pay attention to that original definition, but difference in marketing and branding. Don't fall victim to, okay. I've got a photo, I've got a tagline and I've got a logo. So I've got a brand. No, you've got the beginning and that's a good, important thing. But uh, you haven't finished that out in a way that is going to be fully attractive to those clients, even while you sleep. Yep. And I want to leave you guys with five critical questions that every brand must answer. We do this on every appearance that we have because it's that important. Please write this down. Five questions. What makes you different? Who do you serve? How do you serve them? What qualifies you to serve them? And how does it make their life better? Your brand should answer every one of those questions. All the time. This was awesome, guys. I, I mean, maybe I'm just a branding nerd and I love this stuff, but those of you on camera, like raise your hand. Did you get at least one, if not six amazing things out of this thing today, right? Like you learned good stuff. Okay, Craig doesn't have hands, but he nodded his head. So I'll take that as an affirmative, Craig. No, Craig does have hands. Um, that's awesome. John, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Craig's just like, I'm not going to, okay, thank you, Craig, for playing on. Seriously, John Rogers said this is amazing. Zach, this is great, guys. Tanya and Michael, again, Zach, if you want to drop that link to Brandface Score, is that the, the place people should kind of enter into your world is through Brandface Score these days? Well, Brandface Score is just like a free tool that we're offering to you guys right now that allows us to take a look at your brand and let you know whether it's representing you well or whether it needs improvement. And it's just a simple form that you fill out and we can take a look. Um, And then if you want to learn more about us and see some reviews from some of our past clients, go to brandfacerealestate.com. There we go. Brand face real estate. I just yeah. know that last time we had chatted, you gave me the homework. And by the way, during this episode, I realized I only finished half of it. It doesn't even take that long. I think I spent like five minutes on it. So I just tasked, uh, I, I let Autumn know who handles my calendar. I said, can you put it on the calendar to finish that assessment? So I will be finishing it so we can actually, because I'd love to get an assessment for you guys. I would love to see. I'm, I'm like, bring it on. I want to, I want to learn. So thank you guys. Truly appreciate you. Thank you, sure. Jesse. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you everybody again. for joining in. Hope you got something really good from it. That was good. Have a good day, guys. See you guys all tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.